includes Histology Abroad, NSHS chats with members from around the world, in countries right next door, and those halfway across the globe. We ask them how they got into histology, the challenges and opportunities they see, and how COVID-19 has impacted them. While there are many differences, the commonalities will surprise you. I'm here with Clara Pecorello and Christina De Amco, product specialists from Diapath in Italy. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about where you're from, how you got into histology, and what it is that you currently do? Uh, yes, hello everyone. Um, my name is Cristina D'Amico. I am Italian and I am a product specialist in Diapat, as you mentioned. Diapat is producer and of uh, consumables and instruments for anatomic uh, pathology laboratories. I am quite new in this field as I joined Diapat uh, just a couple of months ago. After my experience in histology as a registered biomedical scientist in UK, I worked for six years in a histology laboratory in London. Um, in St. Thomas's Hospital. And in 2020, I have decided to apply my knowledge um, in the commercial field, uh, joining Diabat. Um, this, was, this decision was made for pursue a new challenging career experience and something different from the uh, laboratory routine. Um, I have completed my studies in both countries, so uh, half Italy and, uh, and then in UK, as I was based there for about eight years. So this is my start uh, in histology in the field, which is different from Clara. Uh, uh, hi, uh, I'm Italian and I'm a product specialist at Diapat 2. Uh, and I, I worked in uh, histology lab for several years and in Sicily, and I moved a uh, career in uh, 2015, joining in uh, Diapot. Okay, awesome. So let's talk a little bit about Italy in general. What's the process for someone to become a histologist in Italy? Okay, in Italy, in order to become an histotechnologist, a student must complete a bachelor degree in biomedical laboratories technique. And to access uh, this course, an entry test is required as the uh, number of the students is limited. Only 30, 40 students are allowed in the, in the course, uh, making the access very competitive and strict. Yeah, um, like uh, so basically during those three years of uh, the bachelor, uh, students uh, must complete a practical training program in all the different fields of laboratories. So, for example, in, uh, histology, biochemistry. So the students go to the lab to do this uh, kind of training program. At the end of the course, so of the three year of the bachelor, students will discuss like a final project. They will carry out an exam and um, enable the, them to finish their study and uh, to be a registered histologist, like a biomedical scientist um, in, um, in Italy. So they are allowed to work from the next day after the degree. Uh, in every hospital and um, as a biomedical scientist. So for this reason, when I moved to UK, uh, this is my experience. I didn't have to do a registration portfolio because it was already included in my degree, which is different from the UK system where biomedical scientists after bachelor have to start this 
kind of registration portfolio in order to work as a registered biomedical scientist. So if the two systems or uh, degrees are different, I would say in Italy is probably a bit more complete uh, respect to UK, just because it's avoiding the step of this uh, portfolio. But yes, so both of us, we have done the same bachelor degree in Italy, and this is the process. So I was actually talking to someone from the Netherlands earlier this morning, and they have the same kind of process, where as soon as you get your degree, you're, you're certified to work. You don't have to go and pursue an additional yes. exam afterwards to become certified. Yeah, it's definitely like much easier for uh, access definitely to work. Uh, so in UK, for example, after degree, they are starting as assistant uh, biomedical scientist uh, because, of course, they, they are not allowed to work as a registered. But then and it will take time to take um, intake those uh, kind of registration portfolio. They will complete probably after three years, two years, I would say, is the roughly time where they can actually work as registered. Uh, yes, so I think in the system is better in Italy. So with that, are you required to complete any continuing education then? So you don't have to earn any kind of continuing education credits after you're already in the field for a while? Well, um, definitely to maintain the certification is required from the body that um, to, like, to follow and always to keep update uh, your knowledge. So um, I think, um, yes, in Italy and in UK, there are two different uh, like regulating bodies. Um, Clara will talk about the Italian one. Yes, in the body uh, regulating biomedical laboratory technician is very new. In fact, uh, from 2018, a registration is required to practice the, the profession. The process of a registration doesn't require any test or exam. It is only based on degree and personal information and fee payment. The national registration must be renewed every year. Yes. And, uh, and they're required to continue improve uh, your knowledge and follow courses, always to keep update. The same is for, like, uh, for UK. So there are two registration bodies. Uh, one is the HCPC, which is the Health and Care Professions Council, um, where it's essential this registration to work as a biomedical scientist. And then there is also the IBMS, uh, which is very structured. Uh, body, uh, which is the Institute of Biomedical Science. And this IBMS is uh, regulating especially the CPD program, uh, which is the continuous professional development. And it is uh, to keep demonstrating the learning and development uh, during the career. And uh, there is this program where biomedical scientists need to uh, record every courses that they have been attended. And also, for example, if you have read like read a paper or anything uh, that you study for demonstrate a good professional practice so this is something that is is checked and uh, is is required uh, by biomedical scientists so it's very it's very similar to the united yes. states so we have the same yes yeah. yes so are there any local groups in italy that provide histology specific resources Yes, in Italy, uh, there is a local group specific for histology technician and cytology, which is ITIC. Uh, ITIC is an Italian association. 
of isotechnologists and cytologists. There are also other two groups, PETELAB uh, and iBLAST, but they are more generic involving in the different technician classes uh, in all the field. Uh, and uh, NSAGE is uh, an association now worldwide, and DIAPAT participated to his annual symposium. Last year, DIAPAT won the Special Stains Contest uh, with the MSB Special Stains performed by me, and we are very proud for this uh, acknowledgement. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember I talked to you. Yes. That was 2019 that you guys won the special stain contest. Um, it was a very pretty stain. So what about in UK? Were you involved with any local groups there? Yeah, so I main involvement involvement were like the IBMS, the Institute of Biomedical Science. And as I mentioned before, uh, where is there is like a, a congress every two years. It's a gathering of, of course, biomedical scientists uh, from all the country. And it is very interesting to see in all the fields, like, um, uh, papers and uh, presentations. Um, it is a very like important event. But yes, I think it's uh, IBMS is the main one. So let's talk a little bit about the training programs again for a second. As, is there a shortage of histologists and histology training programs there like there is in the United States? Well, in UK, I know there is a shortage of histologists. In fact, uh, I can say as I work in London, um, histologist technicians are coming from all the countries to work in, in London and uh, they are employed through agency and also like a private like employee. So, yes, I would say in UK there is a shortage. Instead, in Italy, I don't think the situation is, is not like that. In Italy, uh, there is not shortage of histologists. In, uh, of histologists, instead, we have more graduated people than works opportunities. Uh, there is uh, just a shortage in histology training, as there is not a specific uh, specialization. Yeah, it's different from UK. Right. So since there is more of a general education for Italy and biomedical science, um, yes, there's a lot more people who go into it. Yeah. So instead in like uh, in UK, there is a specialization specialization in uh, histologists with a specialist portfolio training, which is uh, for cellular pathology, which gives very like detailed field of histologists to become a specialist biomedical scientist in the field. And it is uh, very useful for that. So are you finding that your labs are becoming increasingly automated? What impact has that had on your lab daily work? Uh, yeah, lab, labs are, are becoming more automated. During my experience in the lab, the only things not automated were the cutting, which was still manual, the embedding and the histochemistry. The impact of automation is an increased productivity, a reduction of errors and the variables, operator dependence. Yeah, and also uh, with the increasingly amount of paperwork uh, that are required, especially with the ISO inspections uh, for compliance with ISO, um, the laboratory has to pass those uh, inspections and um, a lot of tests. And I have to say, histologists are very uh, fully involved uh, in, this in this process. And definitely automation can be something 
to help operators to focus more in quality and standardization of histology techniques and also on the recording and uh, paperwork. Fortunately, it's becoming more, routes are becoming increased and uh, this can be like uh, something that could help. So has this changed the training that histologists have to re- receive to focus more on being able to troubleshoot the machinery as opposed to having to perform all of the techniques by hand? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yes, so definitely the training is different now. Uh, for example, the producer, like uh, the companies are providing training most of the time uh, themselves to uh, make sure that staff is well trained in those machines because machines are becoming very like uh, difficult and more like complex also to understand that the software is becoming like uh, bigger. So it's not like an easy training. Sometimes it requires days or, or weeks. So it is something that uh, companies are looking at to make sure that um, staff are uh, trained very well in order to avoid any issues and especially to troubleshoot instruments in an independent way. But uh, yes, it's, it's something like training now are much more different respect to before. One other question just related to COVID. Has that changed your work at all? Well, um, to COVID, so histologists in general, like, for example, I was working in histology laboratory in London during COVID pandemic. Um, and I can say that routine work has reduced remarkably uh, due to redu- reduction of clinics appointments. Uh, so our work has becoming like, it's a bit sad to say, but it's becoming like in a second level because of course priorities to uh, fight against COVID and give support to those departments that really need like uh, extra help. So some staff members uh, work in histology, sometimes they had to change, like they have, they've been moved to other laboratories that they were overloaded with work. Uh, for example, uh, biochemistry or virology, definitely they were like increased the workload um, in a very like high, for the high demand. But well, uh, COVID of course has changed and had an impact in all the fields, uh, but like with minor impact in histology uh, because was not the, like the one uh, related to, to the issue. Yeah, the same in Italy. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of the same in America. We had, yeah. so when they shut down uh, elective surgeries, some of our people were furloughed and, um, but yeah. now, and now they've mainly gone back to work with social yeah. distancing and Yes, that. yeah, especially for labs that they are small, like it was uh, very difficult to maintain social distancing. Uh, sometimes labs, they have a small space to work with. And I would say that this um, working, like reduction of work will result in a very high demand probably next year after the pandemic will end, where they need to, doctors and uh, hospitals, they need to back again to all the patients that they have been delayed during this time. And uh, probably there will be a higher increase uh, of workload again, like probably more than before. Right. Yeah. I think that's probably very likely. Yeah. So last question that I have for you, what other challenges do you see in the future for histology? Well, uh, the challenges 
that I would see probably is, well, in the future of histology, our challenge is to remove completely toxic uh, substances in the laboratory routine. So I think this is one of the main uh, challenge. There are lots of alternatives out there uh, now that can substitute uh, carcinogenic substances uh, like formalin and xylin, um, and today it is possible to work in a safer environment. Diapat uh, can offer uh, some of those alternatives, and uh, as a company, we are working very hard uh, for making them uh, cost-effective uh, without compromising quality, of course. Uh, the challenge is to convert uh, also laboratory to these new substances, uh, which is a process that will require time and effort uh, from all histology, from histology companies and also from the laboratories and from the staff. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the questions and for the time today. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. It's been very informative. Thank you. Thank you.